Alright everyone, welcome back to the Best Wrestling Podcast, currently taking over the internet down for the count. I'm Alexis, and with me as always is Tiff and Nicole. Uh, we're at a very special show, ladies. It is our first ever Royal Rumble episode. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Exciting. I don't know about y'all, but I really love the big four because they always seem to set up. It's like kind of like that quarter's ending, and this is how they're going to send us out. So you have Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, Rumble leads into Mania, so this has always been one of my personal favorites. Um, and this year, it seems not to be disappointed. Uh, before we do that, real quick. Um, just for, I know we normally do our normal recap here, um, but the only thing we really have to say right now is uh, fuck Monday Night Raw and uh, <laughs> fuck Dynamite and Dark. Um, other than that, let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, and SmackDown was good, and you should watch NXT if you haven't watched it. Those are some oh, good NXT shows. Oh, NXT actually was really good. Um, it was. MLW is really starting to pick it up, especially with like the feud between um, the Von Eriks and Filthy Tom Waller is starting to, I always thought it was interesting, but it's kind of really starting to get more interesting, and, mm-hmm. um, also the Opera Cup, which is really cool that they brought that back. So, yeah, that's, like, actual good shows. should watch um, them. Last, I, week, last week's wrestling was a little wonky in terms of how it started, but it picked up really nice in the middle of the week and ending out. Wrestling was pretty decent. Um, I, MLW, I, to just touch on the Von Eric thing, that got, he, they are really trying it. The dude even brought in the fake Von Eric. Like, you, you're really being an asshole, because if, if y'all don't know, back in the day with the Von <clears throat> Eric brothers, I can't remember which one it was, but, but there was, like, a Von Eric that wasn't a Von Eric. Yeah, they, like, hired him. Yeah, yeah and set right with the family that they brought in this because the Von Erics were a very close family still are and yeah. uh, it didn't set very well with them that you know they decided to bring some guy they don't know in and slap their family's last name on them which I can completely understand so uh, but yes watch MLW the Opera Cup it came down to Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Brian Pillman Jr. so you will not be um, disappointed. And watch NWA Power. It's so much fun. <laughs> it really is. Except uh, for Melina. She's canceled. Yeah. Oh, God. That's for another episode, um, ladies and gents. For another yeah, episode. That's when you defend people like that. I, I don't care. And then she yeah. wonders why um, WWE don't ask her to come back for a thing. Okay. Time to move on. Let's go, Alexis. Oh, just saying. Just saying. Because um, I can hear it. It's about to be a one, two, three, go. And she just, <laughs> let's just keep on rolling. Um, don't waste your time watching AEW Dark. It's ridiculous. AEW Dynamite was just as bad. There was like a couple of cool spots. But other than that, it's just, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. I'm focusing mainly on, on Rumble. All right. So, ladies, uh, now that we got that out of the way. Oh, and um, just to say it, the Raw tag titles are currently dead to me. So, on that <laughs> note. Uh, <laughs> me 
and then just roll they out. <laughs> they couldn't give it to AOP. They seriously just could not give them back to AOP. I don't like AOP right now, but they couldn't yeah, give them to a team that already had the titles. They have to give it, it to the Golden Boy and his little leprechaun sidekick. And then I hey, saw. Hey, don't post- be talking about my my man, Buddy Murphy. Whoa. He <laughs> He's just an accessory to all of this. Not <laughs> that. No, no, no. He's included. Okay. Look. No, yeah. Problem with anybody in the little fake Jesus's crew getting a title, but to me, Seth should have been the last one to get it. Okay. For the last mm-hmm. what two years, he's been manning that universal championship he gets it he loses it again to the fiend and then turn around again he's got another title it's like he is holding titles to get to the next title it's very irritating and i i don't understand why buddy and seth had to be the team to be the new champions it made more sense for aop to be the one to be the champs that just right. that just more sense. I don't understand why Seth had to be the one. I'm I'm not too clear on that, but it is what it is. Well, it's like every year when it first starts out that Seth has to win the tag title. I think this is something running. Because if you go back and you look like in the last couple years, every time it's the new year, he always has to win a title. Yeah, for the last four years consecutively, he's been tag champions with someone. Somebody. It was Ambrose, Jason Jordan. I told you, I said, um, I don't know if you guys saw this in the chat earlier, but I said this is the fifth, this is the fifth time that he has been a tag champion with a different person. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm pretty sure that should be like a record, honestly. It is a record. It is. And it's, I don't understand it, but I, I guess we understand it. The thing, the thing that pisses me off, and then we can move on. Um, they did nothing with the Viking Raiders. Let's be honest. They had a dominant tag team, which they are just now starting to build their tag division back up. Thank God, because that right there is the only thing currently saving a- AEW for me is their tag division. And I think they know it because every show has at least three or four tag matches on it. And the um, match is the main event. Right. Um, and, you know, they did nothing with Viking Raiders. They fed them jobbers. And they had, I thought they were going to start a pretty good um, rival with them in the OC, which I thought would be cool because, you know, it would be Viking Raiders getting over and all that. They did nothing with them. And then out of nowhere, the atheist with the God complex wins the title. That makes no sense. Which is so fucking odd. It's so weird. I'm like, he's an atheist, but he he thinks he's Jesus. Really? Well, the the joke was when he first came out and he was like, oh yeah, I do CrossFit. And there was like a picture of him with his hair down. Someone called him CrossFit Jesus, and it kind of stuck. He does look like white Jesus. Right. But, like, and it kind (laughs) of stuck. He came out and he said, I really hate when people call me CrossFit Jesus. So this being Seth Rollins, people stayed on his neck about it. So, um, but no, someone always says, like, when he's heel, he always, 
like even if he's heal or face, he always has that um, God complex. Yeah, like he thinks that he's so much better than everybody. And I, I said earlier to you two, I said I think Steph is a great uh, a great athlete. Is he the best? No, but he really needs to learn real quick to be humble because you know. You think with his knee going out the way it did, he would have been like, okay, maybe this is the universe's way of saying don't be an asshole in real life, too. Well, I mean, when you've got the power of the WWE behind you like that, and you don't really have anything to ground you, like, let's take Roman, for instance, or John Cena, right? Like, those two dudes seem to be cut from the same cloth the way that they behave, how they interact with people, and they really just accept how some fans treat them because John Cena got the worst of it. Like, he was treated like a total a-hole. Every time he came oh, no, out I there... Think Roman got it the worst. They literally were making, like, hate pages of, like, his family. Oh, oh like, Jesus. Calling, like, like, threatening his, like, daughter. What? Oh, yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. That's where I crawl. That's when I that did the is NBA. That's crazy post. shit. Yeah, you that's when know you about that. No. The fake Twitter. Mm-mm. No, I didn't know anything about that. What the it fuck? Like, like that? It wasn't like a good, it wasn't like, oh, like a large amount of people. There was a couple, there was a few, but people, even though people who like hated, hated him, they were like, no, like that, no, like that's not even like cool. And it got nipped in a bud very quickly. But yeah, that did happen. That is so some his, trash. So that's so if it wasn't for that, I would say John Cena got it the worst. But since John Cena doesn't have children. Yeah, but I, I hate to say it, but luckily he didn't. Because during the time yeah, that he was getting taken out, we talking the moment he stepped through that damn <laughs> it was on. They was on his ass when he was talking. When he was wrestling, like he couldn't do shit. Right. I'm like, oh god. Like, and I, I still don't understand it. I, I still don't. Well, did you guys see the video of where, like, when this was like the, the like, uh, the pyramid top of the Roman hate that Roman's carrying his daughter? It's like a house show or a pay per view, and someone throws a fucking drink at him while he's carrying his kid. Yeah. No. That's like, oh. That's what. Uh-uh, I would have Roman hate works to me. That's trash. I would have fucking set Harley down, told her go on the back, and if you hear someone yelling, just ignore it. <laughs> and I would have found out whooped their fucking ass. You can throw a drink at me, I don't care. I have thick skin, but when I have my kid with me, do not fuck with me. I will make your life a living hell at that point. Do not come for my kid. Like no. And I can't, I can't understand how Roman could hold back doing that. I would have gone off on somebody. That's what that I said. goes to my and point, then, though. You know, like, Roman and John are able to, to handle that. They're like, okay, look, that's, that's their thing. I'm not going to internalize it. But they had, like, <laughs> they have, like, um, they have a support system in their families and a, a you know what I'm saying? They come from a different environment than Steph does. I'm not making excuses for him, but when everybody's telling you you're not good enough and they're constantly telling you this isn't going to work for you, and then you finally get to the top, like, you're, you're going to have some type of a 
attitude, some type of swag you're going to develop. It's a defense mechanism. But honestly, no, because that, you can't really use, like, the support system. Sorry about that noise, guys. But you can't really say about the support system because um, Seth's, like, parents, after a while, like, they let him live in the house for free as long as he kind of worked, kind of at least had a part-time job and let him, like, go to wrestling school. And, like, his family might not have agreed with it, but they always supported him. So you can't say, like, support system because he's always had a support system, even if they didn't necessarily think what he was doing a good idea. I just, some some people can handle well, things, tried. some people can't. Yeah. I, I tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Sorry. That's, I didn't mean to, that, but that's why, like, his family, I'm like, you can't use, it's just, just Seth's just like a little bitch. He, I mean, like every other week, he's off Twitter, and I understand the man gets death threats, but he's not the only wrestler to get death threats, okay? Like, Sasha, Charlotte, Sasha, Charlotte, Becky, Lacey. Lacey. his own girlfriend gets it. Like, come but, on. You know, they're, they're still there. They're ignoring them. They're doing, you know, they're like, yeah, okay, whatever, asshole. Well, but, I mean, the only thing you can do is block them, report them. It's all we can do. And, you know, you're on Instagram. We don't even have half the followers that he has. And yeah. we get that shit on the daily. Oh, I got one today on my personal account saying I don't what? know what I'm yeah, I got a, I got a, uh, I got a thing on my personal Instagram, Instagram account for this one, and um, basically it's saying like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know wrestling. Just because I've been watching longer than this guy doesn't mean I don't know my shit. You know, <laughs> blah blah blah. I'm like, um, actually, asshole, that's exactly what it means. Like. He's, he's like, you know, girls don't know anything about wrestling, and, you know, you're oh, thirsty you for Alexander Stone, yeah. and I'm like, yes, I'm thirsty for Alexander Hammerstone, but you know what? I can still appreciate what he does for wrestling, so fuck you, and go stop living in your mom's basement. Like, I went total MJF on him. I had a guy send me a message. To, of course, it was a burner account, so, you know, they don't want to show their face or whatever, and he was saying, like, you know, you don't know anything about wrestling, and, you know, you just talk out of your ass, and I'm like, yeah, I do. I know my wrestling, and I do talk out of my ass. Thank you for pointing that out to me, um, and he's just, like, going on, and I think this guy, because he made a comment about something I said on um, Alex Hammerstone's <clears throat> IG account, where he had, like, this picture up, and I made the joke saying, yeah, I would have dated you, and he's like, well, you know, you really loved your husband, you wouldn't have said that. And I'm like, you know, what? I, yeah, he was like saying, like, I didn't love my husband because I made a comment under Alexander Hammerstone's Instagram account about some picture he put up when he was like, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I would have dated you, you know, like jokingly. And I'm like, I just wrote him back, like, I totally went totally MJF on him, and then I blocked his ass, and I just said, I love my husband. I would never leave him. I can still look, though. Facts. And, <clears throat> yeah. and yes, they I, do I do know my wrestling because I have been watching it longer than you. Yes, I like to think I know my shit. And if I don't, I research it. 
So why don't you stop living in your mom's basement and jacking off the pictures of Tori Wilson from 1998 and get a fucking job? <laughs> fucking Bullet Club <laughs> fans. <laughs> fucking hate them. Oh, like, God. y'all would have been proud of me. Like, total MJF heel on him. And I was just like, I I think I said something like, at least I'm brave enough to show my fucking face. What's your excuse? So I think, I think the only thing that I had this week was I got every now and then I get into an argument with somebody over AEW and I I didn't respond. I, somebody tagged me and was like, AEW's ratings are higher than NXT for the last two weeks. And I was just like, okay, why are you tagging me in this? Oh, well, you said that they were going to be closed down, so I thought they were going to be closed down. I'm like, they've only been in existence for less than a year. So (laughs) I don't think AEW is going to shut down. My thing was I felt like if they kept going, if they keep going at the rate they're going is what I said, if they'll be closed down. They can't always rest on Jericho, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and then throw in the Lucha Brothers and SCU every now and then. They can't do that. They have to start building their stars. Just the same thing I say about WWE. Then he goes on to further reiterate, well, I'm like, just stop, you know, bringing me into this shit. I'm not bringing up AEW. Don't come at me. He was like, well, when you stop, I'll stop. I'm like, this your last warning. Like, I'm not fucking playing with you. Like, I don't tag... AEW and the stuff I'm doing. I don't at them. I'm not attacking anybody. I'm saying my piece, just like I say about WWE. I'm not doing anything different from any other promotion. I've done the same thing with Impact and anything else I've ever watched. It's an equal opportunity. So either you back up off me or I'm going to bust your ass and then I'm going to block you. And then he was like, all right, but you need to stop. So I was like, fuck it. That's it. And I just blocked him. Well, you know what? Just because of that asshole, next week, after we go over the Royal Rumble, me, Tiff, and Nicole are going to just do nothing but bitch about AEW. So, <laughs> hope, you, hope you get Wi-Fi in your mom's basement. <laughs> I'm full of AEW, there's this guy, I don't know, he might have deleted his Twitter, but it was the worst and best thing I've seen in my life. So there was this tweet. It was the first week. It was the first week NXT beat AEW ratings. And this guy literally tweeted. He was like, he was like, I streamed. He's like, I streamed um, Dynamite like on his like two TVs in his house. Like a laptop and like a like a iPad or something. I saw and he was that. like those, I saw that on those people. And then he was like those people at whatever WWE are cheating. And then he added like Cody Rhodes. It was like sorry, <laughs> I let you down. And people were dogging him. It was so <laughs> funny. Well, let's one more thing about um. You know, it's not even AEW I have a problem with. It's these AEW asshole fans. Um, and it's not well, even all the fans. It's like you people It's just fans. a small handful of them. Yeah. Like, AEW is pretty calm. Like, they've calmed down 
on the the bullshit with WWE. Like that part I haven't seen a lot of. But the oh. fans are just causing they're the ones who want this war to begin with. I I'd rather you just watch what you like. There's like, no a lot war. Watch WWE, watch MLW and NWA Power. I don't see people saying MWA Power is gonna take over. Like I don't understand why you can't just watch what you watch and, and report on it and talk about it and then leave it at that. Why do I have to pick? Because well, um, if you guys probably have seen it, um, if you haven't, let's check out our friend Dr. Wrestling. He has this on his Instagram profile. Um, there was a poster of NXT, and I think that was Bianca that was on it. By the way, Bianca Belair is our bad bitch of the week, so head over to our Instagram page to take a look at that. Um, they spray-painted over the NXT picture, and it said AEW Dynamite, and like, fuck NXT or something like that. And I was just like, this is just this, sad. This is what it's come down to. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. That's sad. I'm I'm saddened by that. Because that means you're not mature enough to just like what you like and then move forward. So, I anybody who will listen to our podcast just know, yes, we have issues with some of the wrestling promotions, but we're not hating on them and getting them trying to one-up the other. We actually want both programs to succeed, and we prefer that there are many forms of wrestling to be able to watch on television rather than to just be stuck with a WWE. There's an alternative for AEW that means more wrestlers get more TV time, more wrestlers who've been on the indies for years finally get the shine that they deserve because they have they weren't or couldn't or didn't make the cut with um, WWE. They now have opportunities to go to other places. With New Japan coming to the States, that will happen in tow too. So I'd rather there be multiple forms of wrestling and I can pick and choose what I want to watch rather than to just be boxed into WWE. We haven't had like a breath of fresh air like this since Impact first came around. And then when Impact got stupid and people stopped watching them because they basically what they were doing on Impact was the same thing they were doing in WWE at the time or something WWE had already done, which when people originally watched Impact, they watched it because they were doing new crazy shit like the X Division matches. The women's division was was eons ahead of what WWE was doing at the time. They are now catch WWE is now catching up to what Impact did what 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I what but next week or one at one point we're just going to have a show <laughs> where we go off AEW and just to be fair, we'll have a show that goes off on WWE. So, but seriously, if you guys want to try to send us messages, please do. We'll make you famous. All right. So, ladies, moving on to what we actually came here to talk about tonight. 2020 Royal Rumble is this Sunday, and I am super excited for it. Um, I found out something very cool about the Rumble. So, here's your all's wrestling history lesson for the week. Um, the first ever Royal Rumble took place in October 1987 it was a house show and it only had 20 people in it because they did not think this was going to take off 
the winner of that match was the one man gang. Anybody remember wow. him? No. Okay. <laughs> no. He, uh, yeah, so he won that. It did not go over well with the crowd because you got to think back in the 80s, this was a new thing and they were test. That's why, like, Stolen House shows today, they test stuff out to see if it goes. Didn't mm-hmm. exactly go over well. But WWE did not want to give up on this. So in uh, January of 1988, the first ever Royal Rumble was shown on USA Network. That goes to tell you how far WWE and USA Network has had a working relationship. Wow. Uh, Ironically, it was in Houston, Texas, which they will be in Texas. I think they're in Austin this year. But I think it's really cool that they're going back to where it kind of started at for them. Um, that was the first time it was a 30-man Royal Rumble. And our good old Patriot Hacksaw Jim Duggan won that one. Um, mm. Yeah. So the first, And then the first ever Royal Rumble showed up on pay-per-view in January 1989, um, which, had, which was known for two things, um, or three things. Um, Big John Studd came out of a two-year retirement to win the match, which I thought oh, was pretty okay. cool. Jake the Snake chased off Andre the Giant with the snake because apparently Andre is, was scared to death of uh, Jake Roberts' little pet there. So after Roberts was oh, eliminated, man. he came back to the ring <laughs> with the snake, and here's Andre, like huge, big Andre, just running for the ropes and trying to get out of there. Well, you know, they didn't care about anybody's personal traumas or health or, or you know, yeah. like normal human things back this then. Was so. This was 89. They didn't give a shit. Um, True. Hell no, they gave you more roids that told you to shut the fuck up and go out there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to laugh, but she's so stupid. She's true. And then <laughs> one more thing that it was known for. This had um, this was the rumble that was known for the quickest elimination that went to the Wardlord. It uh, was not broken till many years later of um, San- when Santino Morella got eliminated from the rumble. Like as soon as he walked in the ropes, Big Show eliminated him. So he actually beat the Wardlord's record for quickest uh, over the rope throwout. So. I thought that was pretty cool. All right. So, wrestling history. All right. So, here's what we got for the match docket. We're going to go over this in order. Uh, first off, we have this is just from what the website gave me. We have Shame, returning Seamus, who looks amazing, by the way. Um, yes. Versus very Chad. Very he looked when he first came back. When he first came out there, like carbon copy, dropped the weight, toned it down. His hair back out. I will say this: Irish men age very, very well. They really do. Because they can't go out in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking done. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go home. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're just ignoring me. No, it's true. It's it's true. I can't go out in the fucking sun and like catch on fire. Oh, I'm um, sorry, Alexis. No, that's fine. 
Hey, you know what? I got told I looked like I was 18 the other day in Walmart, so I'm pretty good with that. So I'll take That's it. Fantastic. Yes, <laughs> it is. I'll take that. Thank you, kindly old woman in Walmart. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we have the returning Seamus, who looks freaking amazing, versus Chad Gable. Um, this is really a feud that came out of nowhere. And yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah, pretty fucking much. <laughs> um, uh, and it it was all started because uh, as I am not calling him fucking Shorty G. Um, as of all channels, rivalries have started lately. Lately, people have been calling him Short. Well, for Seamus and Chad Gable, um. Seamus came back and attacked him. I think it was about two weeks ago. Well, why did he attack him, though? That was just like, I remember him having an interview, and then here comes Seamus out of nowhere, and I was just like, okay, I'm not complaining. Seamus is on my TV, because we don't that, know how Well, he was basically just talking about how, like, the roster is, uh-huh. like, full of, like, punks now. So he just, that's like... What he had, yeah, and that's what he had been saying for, like, weeks. And his little promos, and then when he finally debuted, he came back, and his first victim was Chad Gable. But it was right after a match. Matter of fact, he got beat up by one of the revival, I think it was. I wonder no, I thought he won that. No, he won that match. He won the match, but they attacked him after it was over. And oh, then, yeah, that is right. And then um, Seamus came out there. They ran. And Seamus hitting up, end up hitting him with the brood kick or road kick or whatever. Bro kick. Yeah. Okay. And that's how that rivalry started because of Seamus. Seamus threw the first blow. And well, then I've it escalated last started. week. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure this is going to be, if not the opening match, it will be a palate cleanser during one of the Rumble matches. So who are we? Who are y'all taking? Sheamus or Chad Gable? It's going to be oh, Sheamus. Sheamus. Jesus. It's going to be Sheamus. He just came that's back. That's not a question. No. It's just, he just came back. They want to build him back up. He probably going to be one of the next people to get that title within the next year or so. It's going to be Sheamus. We really don't know how much longer we have with Sheamus as a wrestler, because um, he's got that neck, the same neck issue that Stone Cold had, or has, and um, I really would like to see him win one more title before he uh, he retires. And I, I I didn't appreciate I didn't appreciate Sheamus until the older I got and I got back into wrestling and I was like, wow, this guy this guy kind of deserves more than what he got. In the in the cards that he got dealt with here. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. We have Seamus is one of those people, those wrestlers that age well. Like their career is going to age well. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with the Miz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Miz's earlier stuff is aging well because how mm-hmm. far he has come. Oh, if you guys have not watched, and this is not being, prom- we're not being paid a promotion, but if you have not watched Ms. and Mrs., please watch it. It's a very cute show. It's so cute. I went to the gym last night because that's how mad Raw made me. I was like, nope, I can't. I, I'm not going to bed angry. And I went and ran on the treadmill for about a good hour. 
And uh, they had the episode of when Maurice told Miz she was pregnant again. And the whole time I'm like trying to listen to like my workout music and go, <laughs> oh, she's going to, oh, you do <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> Made it a very interesting night for the person next to me. So, <laughs> but watch it; it's very cute. I I don't it's like reality show. TV, but it's very cute. Yeah, right. they made they made their show very very good, and it's always focused on their family and the antics. Is not is that they don't take themselves too seriously, right? Which I like. And um, they were. It was also the show where um, well, of course, before Maurice. Was- we found she was pregnant when they were wrestling um, Bree and Brian. Mm-hmm. And, like, what Miz was saying about Brian, it was just like, wow, that's just really fucking cool that he's just he's saying, like, you know, this guy is awesome. He's like, he brings out the best of me when we wrestle. And Miz is just a very humble guy now, and you can tell. It's very cool. On yeah. All right. We're going to get into more of the card here for the Raw Women's title. We are going to have Becky Lynch, currently the longest-running women's Raw Women's Champion, versus Asuka. And this has been a feud that, honestly, I am all here for. Um, I like the feud. Um, I generally want Asuka to win in this feud, but I know that she won't. I really, I, I, it would really just give Asuka that, that place that we all wanted her to be at, like, last year, instead of just being an afterthought champion, to be, like, the big champion, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But I can understand why Becky would win. I'm just not as excited about it as I thought I would be. No, I'm not Pat, go away. Um, no, I, I'm actually very excited for this match just because um, they kind of made Becky, like they're trying to make her into Seth a little bit, like being a chicken shit champion, never having to defend her title, you know, that kind of stuff. They always had her on like media blitzes or whatever. And I kind of like it where she's like, I refuse to, to sit down and talk with contract negotiations until I can wrestle you again and they are trying to keep me away from you and blah blah and I like the fact that they keep saying Asuka is the one person Becky has never beaten and it's kind of like she like it's kind of fucking with her a little bit because she knows she has to beat Asuka but like Asuka's been getting like the upper hand on her like Becky's had it too but Asuka's gotten it more on Becky than Becky's gotten it in on Asuka so my thing is, this was me also, um, uh, what's his name? Above Array also said this on Busted Open, which I'm surprised I agreed with him. And he like almost said everything I was thinking to a T. If I was them, I'd book her to lose. I would book Becky me to too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would book her to lose. And like, and then like he was said, He's like, I would have her go away for like a pay-per-view, have her completely drop off the face of the earth, be a huge thing. Like Becky's the shame. She just completely hit, like disappeared because she could not, she could not defeat the one person that she needed to defeat. Yes, Charlotte, but Charlotte, she always knew she could. Yeah, she always like this thing with her and Charlotte. She always knew that she could beat her, 
True. But things always got in the way. That's something that she always believed that she could do. And how they built Asuka. Yes, and how they built Asuka. And then Becky has said before, she said, I might be a champion. She's well, Asuka's the best wrestler in the world. And she's like, and I will always, always, always give her that. And that was the story that was supposed to go with Asuka and Charlotte when she was supposed to face her at Mania. But Charlotte didn't play up to it as well as Becky is doing it currently. Mm-hmm. This is a story that should that we should have had two Manias ago. Right. But we didn't get so basically they're redoing it and funny enough they are also the two only women who they're the first two they're the first double champions to fight at a pay-per-view that are women and they are also the two winners of the of the first two royal rumbles mhm was- so so it's crazy when you think about that but, yeah, like Buddy said, he was like, I would have Becky disappear, have her pop up, um, like, right before, not right before Mania, but, like, once we're, like, a paper, like, like a, before Fastlane, because that's right. usually mm-hmm. the last paper, and have her be, like, insane, and then rebuild them and give that, and that's their, and that's your Mania match. Yeah, if, especially if you plan on switching Oscar back to being a face. You know what I mean? Like, because they'll have some time. You can have Becky come back and do some really crazy Be shit. Her, it uh, will work. Yeah, have her, yeah. like, just wailing on people because she, like, cracked. Like, play that. That's not how I would do it. I would have it so she went away and she cracked. Mm-hmm. All Kill that hype and all the work stuff. that she's done. She beat Ronda Rousey of all people, who had like this huge mystique and a an aura around her, and she could not be Asuka. And mind you, she said Asuka is the best in the world, but that's and have her be like, I really am not. I really couldn't do it, and have her and yeah, yeah, and have Asuka, yeah, and have have Asuka turn face, make Becky an actual heel. And and have and then drop it again. Have Becky be a transitional champion for an NXT girl, and an NXT girl, I mean Shayna. Have her be a transitional um, champion for Shayna. Okay. All right. So um, who 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 are we picking? I'm picking Oscar because that actually sounds really freaking good. I don't um, trust WWE. I'm going all Becky. I don't trust them. They're going to they do what it, they think. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The whole world would melt. I would love it. Yes. But they're not going to do it. They're not going to pull the trigger. They're not going to take that risk. Becky's going to win that match. She's well, going to win. Are, I think if, I, if you said that last week, but I think after this week, a lot of people are kind of like, okay, I kind of want to. Well, there is the room for that. Yeah. There is, they're breaking up the Kabuki Warriors, and they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. So, yeah, because they want to. I mean, it makes Kyrie. sense. No, I'm serious. They said that for a while that they that they there's going to be something random, good match for Kyrie just so they can do an entrance. They've been saying that for months. Which and that's funny. fine. Yeah. 
It's the pirate-themed WrestleMania. Did you honestly think their only pirate is not going to get a singles match at WrestleMania? I mean, I can do some wild shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Becky. I'm going Becky. Nicole, Becky or Asuka? Asuka for the for the chaos of it all. All right. <laughs> Me and Nicole are all here for the chaos. Okay. Oh, I could. Oh. Don't uh, get I'll your hopes up. I'm warning you. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get upset. But God, I would love the. Oh, God, I'd just be so nice. As the meltdown. As long as it's a great match, I don't care. Would it be cool if Oscar came out on top? Yes, but as if Becky won and it was a kick-ass match. I would not be mad. So, also just, another thing about Becky and Asuka, besides that last woman standing with her and Charlotte, that was her best match last year. But yeah. it was completely slept on. It was. Because everyone was so entrapped with like the actual Royal Rumble that they completely missed that match. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's real damn shame. All right. All right. So we got another non-title match so far. We have Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Or as I like to Which call Roman him. should be in so people can stop complaining about Roman. He's going to win the Rumble. God. We have uh, Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin, a.k.a. King Caillou. Um, in a fall, <laughs> anywhere in Falls count anywhere. I'm sorry, Roman Reigns cannot even make Baron Corbin entertaining. Like, he's not even a good heel. It, it's more of like, you know that annoying itch you have between your toes? And like, Jeez. no matter how hard, it's not athlete's foot. But you know, like, the more you try to itch it, the more irritating it comes. Oh my god. That is him to me. Like, he, he's not that oh, yeah. heel. I mean, okay. what kind of grown-ass man dumps dog food on people? Oh, I want to know. I'm just going to be honest. You a bitch. This is why you, this is why you said that Baron Corbin's a bitch. Last week, since we didn't talk about it, let's just give you a little piece. Last week, we, um, we watched SmackDown, and they had a match to determine the stipulation for their match at Royal Rumble. The match, what was it? It was a tables match between Rude and Reigns. So mm-hmm. the rules are out the window, right? That means that anything could go as long as the opponent goes through the table, correct? Correct. Yes. Now, I'm I'm in, I'm letting Rude fight for me, okay? Yet I'm standing at the top of the key. While Roman is in the ring by himself with Bobby Roode, the Usos laid out Dolph Ziggler. So all you had to do was go in the ring, attack Roman, and get your shot, right? Pretty much, yeah. What did you do? You walked your ass up the ramp like a scared little bitch. This is why I don't want Baron Corbin to be a viable heel. And I... From a fan standpoint and just talking about the show as a whole and just watching this, I'm like, I'm I'm out. I don't I don't care. Like 
But from from the side of of where Bruce Pritchard and them are, and understanding that they needed a heel like this to give Roman something of substance. And Baron Corbin needed the help because he was slowly slipping. Everybody hated Corbin. Even people who like heels hate Corbin. Like, nobody likes Corbin. And that's not even like they don't like him as a heel. They genuinely don't like him. So, the sad thing is, it's like he's a very likable guy in real life, too. But it's just like... I will always, and I've said this before, when he won Money in the Bank that year, that entire fucking arena was quiet. Like, no one was booing, no one was cheering, everyone was just sitting there going, what the fuck just happened? And not in a good way. Some bullshit. I wasn't mad about that because I saw them building him up to get it, though. So, if you were watching it, and you're watching it week by week, he had matches with um Ray Mysterio with Kalisto, I think it was. He had a couple with Ray. I mean he had a couple of building matches that built him up as this this force that WWE needed to recognize. Similar to the way Drew um McIntyre was when he first came to the WWE. So I wasn't surprised. Did I like it? No. But I wasn't surprised. You know what I'm saying? It's just even though Roman's doing his best to make <laughs> to make this work with this King Corbin shit, and they got Rude and Ziggler attached. I don't like it because I just don't care for Corbin. I would rather you just let Rude be the heat leading villain and let Corbin be your side dude. You know, like I I could I could pay attention to that more. And I could understand it better if Rude won a couple of the matches they had. But to me, I I don't want Baron Corbin to gain any progress that way. Like, I just don't. I'm going to be pissed off if he do. Rude is a good heel. If you guys have watched him before, he became, I don't know if he was a heel in NXT. But, like, when he, he was. He was. He was. Okay. When I watched him, when I first saw him come in with Tear Money, you know, they yeah. were like the f- I fucking love beer cut. money. Oh, one of the greatest tag teams ever. Um, I love him, beer money. I'm so mad that James Storm isn't there anymore. I'm I upset. Uh, when him and James Storm were heels, they were like the heels that were cool. Like you wanted to hang out with them because they would be like you know basically just drunk rich cowboys coming down on motorized fucking coolers. Hold on. And uh, but when it was, motorized cooler like, I remember like, them being the cool heels like you know they were funny and but when it came down to, to work like they were assholes they would they could be the biggest assholes but you'd be like oh god that's the cool asshole you know and yeah. he can stand and even by himself he can stand as a heel Dolph Ziggler he's not a favorite heel he's a favorite here on the show but he is a good heel so you take two great heels and make them little ass kissers to somebody who hasn't, and I know this is going to sound like Cornette, who hasn't even been in the business for that long. Now I can understand if like Dolph and Rude were kind of manipulating shit backstage to make Baron think he was as great as he thinks he is because they're the ones doing all the dirty work for him. That would make sense. But when you have two veterans 
kissing the ass of a guy who can't get over unless he's like Seth, unless he has a group of people doing his shit for him. Well, I think the difference between Rollins and Corbin is Rollins is believable. Do do you get what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't believe his Messiah bullshit because I'm religious and I don't, I don't, I ain't fucking with you on that shit. You might be atheist, it's, it's, you might be atheist, that's fine, I respect that, but I ain't finna call you no messiah, fuck you. That's how I feel about that, all right? However, I, I can understand Rollins being this, having that type of persona. It, it makes sense because of how he structured it. Baron Corbin has always had some type of arrogance about him. And to me, his skill don't match his arrogance. Is he decent in the ring? Sure. Sure, he's not, like, he's not perfect. He's not the amazing technician. Like, he's not a Daniel Bryan, okay? He's not that by any means. But, like, he's overly arrogant. And then he's horrible on the microphone. And it just, it comes across like it's fake. Like, even you don't believe that shit. Like, you're saying it, and I know you don't believe that shit. <laughs> That's I, my only issue with him. It's like, you're you're trying to give me something, and it doesn't work. It's not working. It's not coming across right. It's coming across like you're portraying a character, like you're just clocking in, doing this part, and then you're going to clock back out and go home. It It doesn't work. Well, I mean, like, at least if, like, say, I'm just pulling it because I, the only guy I could think of right now, if you're going to continue on with this King bullshit, the only person I could think of besides Joe, but my undying love for him makes me blind to everything, um, <laughs> the only person I could think of that could carry on, if this was the gimmick they were going to stick him with, was Randy Orton. And I don't even think he was in King of the Ring. He like, should have been low-key. Yeah, but he wasn't. He didn't compete in King of the Ring. I don't know. He he should have. But, like, I I could see him. He could see him. Randy don't want to do all that. I see Randy doing that because that... Okay, back in the day when he was, like, part of Evolution, I could understand it then because he Mm -hmm. was very grandstandy. You know, he was very... I mean, he's arrogant now, but it was worse back in the day. It was bad. It was bad. But I don't know. I don't see... I see Bobby Roode pulling it off very well, because it works with his glorious gimmick and all of that. It That works. I don't, I don't know if I can see Orton doing that. But just seeing Ziggler himself, like, why wasn't Ziggler in King of the Ring? He could have pulled off the cocky asshole. We know he can pull off the cocky asshole heel. And I'm just, I'm sitting here just, like, watching Ziggler kissing his ass and watching Rude kiss his ass. And I'm like, okay, I can understand it. Like I said earlier, if you guys were, like, doing the stuff behind the scenes, you were, yeah, you jump people, but you're jumping them because you want to ride his coattails because he's the, a new big star and you guys are worried about being forgotten. Something like that. Give me a point to this. Don't just have Ziggler and, and Rude there to be your little hyenas. Because you, know gonna... who's, 
They should have put, not to cut you off, they should have made the revival his little minions. That would have made sense to me. Because if you remember, there was like the one match with Roman um, where the revival came out and the revival was seen with Corbin and all that. Like his little court of men. Oh my God, I should be a WWE writer. It writes its fucking self. I don't understand why they didn't just let it be the revival and then have Rude and Ziggler, you know, kind of help the tag team division along a little bit. Because they're, they, they're lacking, too. Everybody says that SmackDown is stacked, which in the case, it is. But you want to have a viable division, not just one where it always includes the belts. They're, all the divisions now are very similar to the way the women's division is, where everybody's only going after the belts. There are no rivalries outside of the belts. Except for on SmackDown right now with um, Roman and Corbin. But they could have kept Ziggler and Rude out the way as a heel tag team and let them kind of even out the tag team division on SmackDown and let the Revival be the minions for um, Corbin and let that be what it is. And then eventually, you know, they'll implode and they'll move on. I'm just hoping Roman beats him so bad he can't show up in the Rumble. I'm just tired. tired. I honestly don't care about that match. (laughs) I don't care who wins. I'm I'm being serious. I just don't care. All three of us are going for Roman, without a doubt. (laughs) Nicole doesn't care. She doesn't have a vote. She doesn't care. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm putting putting you down for Roman, Nicole, because... Okay. All right. I'm going to go Corbin because I feel like that's who's going to win. You're going with Corbin? I'm going with Corbin. Oh, you. Um, you're, you're off the Christmas card list. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> oh, that's just wrong. I All right. love to get wrong. You know how bad that makes me feel? I don't want to go up against them. But I, I just don't think that I am wrong. I, I don't. Mm. All right, we got for the SmackDown Live Women's Title. We have uh, Pamela, aka Thanos, aka Bailey, versus Lacey Evans. Wait, wait, uh, you call her Thanos? Who calls her Thanos? She had a gear on that looked like fucking Thanos from Endgame. <laughs> and what I was like, oh, this was like right when she she debuted her new um her new gear when she turned heel and it, the it was one? No, not not the gold and white one because that's kind of more macho man but she it was like at a house show she wore it and people were chanting thanos at her <laughs> and i was just like oh my god so i've called her thanos ever since oh <laughs> She's my god. Like, she hasn't worn it since the dude any pictures i've seen of her <laughs> i have to see it because i've never seen that I will I will try to find it. But um so they are going for the SmackDown women's title. Bailey and Sasha has made this feed personal because they've involved Lacey's kid. Um Lacey's daughter nearly slapped the shit out of Sasha Banks, which I would have died laughing if that hit connected. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause what's she gonna do? Is she gonna hit a seven year old? Like, come on. We already know that girl would have whooped her ass anyway. Um <laughs> This is kinda on the internet, one of the murky matches because people are kind of torn. Um, we have the group of, 
which I'm kind of in, like, hey, Bailey has, it's the same thing that happens with Bailey. They, they give her a title, everyone's excited, she has it for a while, y'all don't do shit with her, so we're ready to move on to the next person. Um, you have the group where Bailey needs to keep the title a little bit longer so she can finally have a good enough reign, and then her and Sasha can she have does. a few. She's the longest reign in SmackDown. Okay. Combined. She's the longest reigning SmackDown uh, Women's Champion. Did not know that. All right. Yeah. So people are just saying that she needs to hold the belt so her and Sasha can feud. I don't want to see Bailey hold the belt. So, so I want to see her and Sasha matter. feud. I want to see that. I don't want to see that again. I'm so tired of the Bailey Sasha feud because they always end up being friends again. And I'm like, well, what the whole fucking point of you two going at oh, each other? I don't see that happening at all. The way I see it, Bailey's going to turn on Sasha and they're going to have a feud and they're going to fight it out. That's the way I see it. Because Sasha turned on Bailey last time. To me, you need if you're gonna make Bailey a viable heel, she needs to be the one to do it. She needs to be the one to set it off. Well, she's had well, here's the thing with Lacey, she's had the feud with Sasha, which I really want to see, but it's like and someone pointed it out on Twitter. Sorry, I don't remember your name. Um, I should really start writing that shit down. And um they're just like, Well, the feud was supposed to be Lacey and Sasha. And now Sasha's basically using Bailey to get to Lacey, which makes no sense. And, you know, it's just like, if this was supposed to be a Sasha-Lacey feud, why did you involve Bailey? Why haven't you... I mean, I like Lacey. I really would like her to see a title, maybe not right now, but maybe later on this year. But I don't know. It's just like, again, they, they gave Bailey a belt, and they've done absolutely nothing with her. Well, that part I agree with, but I think sometimes y'all, you're overthinking it. So, um, think about it this way. Like when Shawn Michaels and Triple H were best friends, they were always with each other. They were always at each other's side and they competed like they were a team, even though one person would be the one in the match. So that is the very same thing that they're doing with Sasha and Bayley. They act as a team. They compete sometimes as a team. Even if it's a singles match, they're at each other's side. They protect each other, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I don't mind Lacey getting the women, the SmackDown women's title. Um, she can still feud with Sasha afterwards if she does get it. Either way, um, I see this ending with Sasha and Bayley wrestling at WrestleMania. It is gonna happen. If it doesn't, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if it doesn't happen. But they were doing that to build up Lacey as a viable heel on, I mean, viable face on SmackDown, which she is. Mm -hmm. You know? And she had to feud with someone. I mean, who else was she gonna feud with besides Carmella? Dana's there. Tamina's there. And then you've got Bliss and Cross are there. And do you want to see Bliss and Cross versus Bailey again? No. Okay, so Lacey was the only person left besides Dana, Carmella, and Tamina that would give Bailey any type of true validity in terms of a title defense. So it makes sense. It's you're gonna you have to do something. 
You know, she's already gone through everybody else, similar to what's happening with Becky. She's had the title for quite some time. She's gone through the roster. She's moved through. <laughs> Nothing else she can do, man. I mean, I'd rather watch <laughs> Sasha and Bailey battle it out than to watch Dana and Bailey have a fucking match. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to see that. I just, I'm so over Bailey and Sasha, and here comes the fucking Sasha stand for my neck. I don't care. It's already fucked up. You can step on it. It might make it feel better. Uh, no, I do think you have a bias towards Sasha, though. I don't, you don't like her. So that's not your cup of tea. It could be anything. She could be just in a match on regular TV, and you wouldn't care, because that's just, it's that's not just, that just that I, like. It's not that I don't like her. It's just I don't buy her character. It's like she's putting, she's trying too hard to be the boss, but like since she's came back, she's done nothing to to show that if you're gonna be a heel, calling yourself a boss, don't be pulling chicken shit antics. You know what I mean? That part I can agree with. I don't like her character right now either. <laughs> That's why I call her Little Boy Blue. So this is my problem. I saw what they were going and they just missed like having like a nuance with it. I think that's what it is. Like, like most heels, like they're sniveling and they're whiny and then they get out of doing stuff like that's like typical heel tactics. But mm-hmm. how she doesn't go about it, it isn't, it's not like she's, it doesn't look like she's doing it to be smart. It's just doing it to be like, like, it's like, it doesn't come across as calculating or smart. Right. Like, you can be smarty and, like, get out of stuff, but look intelligent and at being reasoning. But it's just, like, there's no reasoning. And, like, how she, I know she likes to do her thing where, like, I'm not going out there without a badge. Mm-hmm. Like, do it like that. Don't be like, oh, thanks, Vince. I've been, like. I would have been like, thanks, Vince, for finally putting this in my account or be like tweeting. I would tweet all three of them and I'd be like, um, where's my upfront payment? Or I'm not showing up at this pay-per-view. I told you guys I'm not on the plane yet. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like all she's come up since she came back. And this is no disrespect towards Sasha Banks, the person. I... I will, you know, I'll be like Corey Graves, I'll go in on her, but as a person, I respect the mental break that she had to take for herself. I will respect that till the end of time. Don't sure. get it don't get it twisted. But since she's came back, all she it sounds like she's done is whine. And I've caught myself going back to watching NXT Sasha and I'm like, where the hell is this girl? Where the hell where am I missing the, the connection here. Like this Sasha, I can understand. How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Count, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram 
is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at DownForTheCount19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll let you get back to the podcast. She was a straight up bitch. She did what she wanted. Like that, like she called herself the boss. She was a fucking bitch. She did her her way. She got what she wanted. That I can appreciate. I look yeah. at it now and I'm like, you're whining on Twitter. That's your big thing. Then too, I I I, I kind of have to put place that blame squarely on the product. Even though the characters sometimes are developed by the the superstars. They are watered-down versions. Like, you didn't get the Finn Balor that we get now on NXT in the actual main roster show. You didn't get that. So I I would have to say you, you have to, I don't know, you kind of have to take it like it, it is what it is and just hope for her demise like a normal human. <laughs> Like a normal human being, just be like, I don't like her character. She's a heel anyway. Fuck it. Let's let's hope Lacey beats her ass. Like that's the only way you rationalize it. Because even though you may like her um, as Mercedes, you're not supposed to like the Sasha Banks that she's presenting now. That's the point. And that's another problem that I have with modern day wrestling. When a heel comes out. I don't give a fuck how much you love them. Like, I can understand a few sprinkling of people cheering and all that shit, but, like, we're talking, like, everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. cheers for the heels. Everybody. You're out there. Asuka comes out there. She gets the biggest fucking pop. She's a heel. She's a heel, and she gets all of it. It just confuses me. I mean, I get it, because because people like Oscar and they like that she's finally getting the attention that she fucking deserves after being screwed out screwed out for WrestleMania last year. I think that's what's been playing on a lot of people's minds on that. Right. Um, but so for this match, I'm gonna go with Lacey for winning, but I'm gonna say she's gonna win by disqualification. I really think this is just gonna be an ass whooping. Sasha's gonna get involved because you know she is. And yeah. I think she will still come out on top. She won't have the title, but she will give them the ass whooping they deserve. I'm a, I'm going Lacey Evans to win. Nicole, what do you think? It's Bailey. He's hot <laughs> <not> right now. <laughs> wow. All right. Let me. Y'all are surprising me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> For the, I mean. You guys, I like Lacey, but I, I already know, I know what they're going to do, so I'm just not, I'm not going to sit here and kid myself, and ugh, get down, cat. Um, yeah, no, she's not winning. Tiff, do you think it'll be by DQ, or do you think she'll get a clean pin on Bailey? I don't know. I, I assume it's going to be by DQ, because, um... Sasha's been waiting in the wings for the last couple of weeks. She's been avoiding Lacey Evans. Now she finally, you know, Bailey finally gets this match. And Sasha's going to interfere. She's going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Just If she wins, I'd be 100% shocked. 
I will be shocked if Lacey Evans gets that title. So I'm going to say it's by DQ, too. All right. All right, for the Universal title, because that's the only major title being defended. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, we have The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. Um, holy shit, the buildup to this has been very, very fucking good. I, I'm not going to lie. Perfect um, buildup. I can agree with that. We we talked about this before, where we needed someone who was strong-minded not to buy into the Fiend's mind games. Mm-hmm. And I think Brian is that person. Because uh, can, can, can WWE, I know you're listening, or you hired somebody to listen. Can you just stop with the gross rambling riot, rabbit shit? Because it's really starting to gross me out. What? The rambling rabbit, or whatever, you know, the rabbit that always gets killed in the Firefly Funhouse? Why don't you like him? What's wrong with him? It's just, it's getting, like, it got, it grossed me out last week because, you know, rambling rabbit comes on the screen and he's like, oh, uh, Daniel, I know how to defeat the fiend. And then the fiend comes on the screen and then, like, Daniel goes back to get his bag and he lifts something out and it's like this decomposed fake rabbit head that has, like, fake blood and shit on it. I was just like, oh, I don't know. I I, that's some Santeria bullshit, and I don't deal with that. Uh-uh. So. What? Oh, hell no, because he literally had a lantern of his own head that he brought to the ring for his it first match. a representation. Match. So you're more concerned about a half-eaten head of a puppet than him bringing his own head to the ring the head thing is aesthetic i get it because he's trying to show the old bray wyatt is dead the fiend killed him i get that but the way i I don't know what it was but the way that it was shot and the and the effects used and shit for the the fake puppet head dude i think it had like fucking brains oozing out of it like uh, no it it i don't see the difference i see the difference I see the different <laughs> thing looks cool when I hang it up in my house on Halloween. That's Are a fucking dead body. Oh my god. No. Hell oh. no. Uh-uh. Nope. I, I don't want either of them. <laughs> I, I like, like good things like sunshines and rainbows, okay? I don't want to see that. But if you're going by The Fiend, it makes sense. He's the one who attacked Rambling Rabbit to begin with. He always attacks rambling rat, rat. I'm not even gonna say it, the stupid rabbit. Like every week he dies. And it was like, what was that one time with you? Is when Bray hit him with a sledgehammer? And then yeah. he made, made jelly jam. out of him. Yeah. That was gross. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, that was gross. That was that was that was a little bleh for me. And I just made Tiff go mute because she's probably throwing up right now. Um, Nicole, what do you think? Do you think Wyatt's, he's your spooky son. Um, is Bray gonna conquer Daniel Bryan, or will Bryan be the one yeah, to dethrone the team? He's retaining. I just hope. I think his defeat will come at Mania. Ain't gonna do it now. If anything, it'll either come at Mania or after, but 
I can't see him losing anytime soon. He's the only champion I can't see losing anytime soon. I just hope the match Besides Bailey. Also Bailey or that's what I'm saying. Bailey and my my two predict Bailey and Bray, they're not they're not losing anything till Mania. Okay. I just hope they don't have that damn red light on. That's really starting to give me a headache when they. When yeah, that's. On. I can't watch. I, I'm telling you, if they do that mania, I, I'm gonna have to like leave for a bit. I won't be able to like sit there because it kills my eyes watching it on TV. Let alone an entire stadium. I don't. I don't think they will because. Um, Growing up in Tampa, we go to Raymond. Like everything was held at Raymond James, and they're they're pretty strict when it comes to to lights. So um, I don't. And maybe a little bit like in the ring, but like I, I can't. What was the last? What was the last match he had? It was that. Um, God damn, has he even wrestled on TV? Mm-mm. No, he had a match at. Um, what was it, TLC? But it was a regular match, and it was with Bray Wyatt. It was not with The Fiend. So it was lighted up, and it was against The Miz. Right. Because that's when he was when it was the more cartoony uh, stuff. The Mr. Rogers thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can, um, I, I kind of like the fact that he can wrestle in two personas. I think that's really cool. But, um... I I don't want the red light either. I really like if he comes down to the ring in the red light, that's fine. I think his entrance at Mania is going to be very very cool. So I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what he does in terms of his entrance, but um I don't think he, they would put it in the red light. Um because they're going to be in that stadium I, I want to be able to see it. You want to be able to see the match, and wrestling under that red light is problematic for a lot of people. So let's hope that they don't. Y'all remember light. last year, WrestleMania, when it was Orton and Styles, and it came out later that, like, half the people missed half the match because the lights were so bright that you could yeah. hear the, you turn the lights down? That was bad. Mm. All right, I'm going with Wyatt. Nicole's going with Wyatt because I don't think they're gonna have him drop that Universal title. They're, I think they're trying to to brush off the stigmata of Brock Lesnar, pretty much. Yeah, um, I don't think he's gonna drop it at Royal Rumble either. I don't think he's gonna drop it. Brock think, is in the Rumble, so he can't drop it to anybody. Well, we're, yeah. we're, we're talking about Bray. I'm talking about Bray. Get, oh, okay. Yeah, I was talking about Brock. I, I heard Brock, and I, I, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, no ill will toward, you know. So we're all going for the here. To everybody who's had it before, but every time that Brock Lesnar has had that belt, it just puts a, a mark on it for me. So I think they're trying to make, trying to finally build it into a serious belt. So they're going to probably keep it on Bray for a while, hopefully. Fingers crossed. All right, so we got Women's Royal Rumble. This is the third year of a, of a Women's Royal Rumble. Um, I'm excited, very excited. Um, last year was kind of boring a little bit, because I guess they were like, oh, wait, we used all the, the legends the first year, so fuck, what are we going to do now? Um, but I think with a lot of women being injured or 
just now coming back from surgery, I think this is when we're going to see a lot of returns coming back. We're going to see Naya. We're going to yeah. see uh, Ruby. We're going to mm-hmm. see who else? Who else? I know Ember's out till next year, but yeah. you know, any Naya and Ruby. Um, Naya and Ruby are the two big ones that are out. Right now. I would love yeah, to see because them. they've been in the actual performance center. Yeah. Especially Ruby. If Naya doesn't return at the Rumble, I can understand. But Ruby, I think Ruby definitely is going to be there. I would just like at one point in the Rumble where it's Liv, Sarah, and Ruby. And it's just like the Riot Squad reunited. And then they just wail on each other. (laughs) I think they're going to be more like kicking people out for a little while. And then it's going to be, you know, they're going to do it their own typical way. Oh, yeah. Um, so, who, I would love to see Naomi come back, um, fingers crossed. Um, so who do you guys, I know there's third, I know Charlotte's in it, I, we know Kyrie's in it, is NXT gonna be a part of it this year? Yeah, they have yes. to have They got them, so, they have to. No, who they confirmed you, it. They did? Okay. Because if they just do Raw and SmackDown, they're not gonna have enough, enough people. Um, no, so the thing at first was, so the first rumor, rumor was it was going to be 10, um, 10, 10, and 10. That was originally what was going on, apparently. Right. I didn't but, necessarily believe that because I feel like you are cutting off a lot of men. people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, it still equates to 30, but I was like, there's enough men. I think they were mostly doing it because I think they were concerned about the women's side. Right. The men, they would have been okay without, but I think they have enough. I think they got, like, enough legends, and I think they have enough people out of injury mm-hmm. by now, and then they have lived back, and I think, so they're like, okay, we don't have to put as many NXT people, but I think the NXT people they'll put in there will be important. Yeah, like, like going to put Shayna. And, and Rhea. We'll, I'll elaborate on that. Actually, we can just, I don't know. Yeah, we'll just go. Just go ahead. Do you. <laughs> NXT and NXT UK getting involved. Because I know if NXT is coming, NXT UK can't be too far behind. The only people um, I, I see being there is Tony put, Storm. I can only see them. I Honestly, I can't see them putting Tony because Tony's going to be in that Worlds Collides match with Rhea. For the women's champion the day before so I can't I think that just be a waste of a UK spot honestly I would put Piper Niven in there if I were them if I would pick anybody from the UK brand to be in the rumble I would either do her um Kaylee Ray or Jenny those are the people I think would be I would put UK wise in there uh, if it if it's not them um, I ne- no, wouldn't necessarily really do it um, and obviously like Shayna's gonna win so All right. Um, I'm just excited uh, like the surprise entrance and you know who's gonna come back that's that's always been the hype about Rumble for me like who is going to come back um my husband my husband made a joke uh what was it a couple years ago where he was like oh the hurricane's coming back hurricane's coming back 
and we step outside for a fucking smoke break, and we hear, stand back, there's a hurricane coming through, and we lost our shit. Like, <laughs> but that's the fun part, though, you know? Or like, um, what was it, 98, when it was the three faces of Foley, when he mm-hmm. did Mankind, Cactus Jack, and Dude Love all in one night. Oh, yeah. Something cool. Well, something cool that um, I found out about this, because Terry Funk was in WWE as Chainsaw Charlie at the time, and he said the only person that could ever throw him over the top rope was Mick. He wanted Foley to take him out because they're they're close. So I was like, Mm -hmm. God damn, that is is friendship right there. Like, look, I know we're in the Rumble, but I want you to take me out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If that was right. a great class, we'd be like, nah, it's every bitch for herself. <laughs> Boy, I like to think of it. Um, so who do you guys see winning Women's Royal Rumble? Um, I, I see a couple. I can see Shayna being the one to win because they already – like you, you want to think ahead to WrestleMania. I can see Shayna being the one to win. Um. Uh, I could see Charlotte, and more than likely, it probably will be Charlotte. But I could see Shayna, I could see Charlotte, and I want it to be somebody offbeat, like Tamina or Naomi or somebody, somebody who really needs it. You know what I'm saying? That That's what I want, so- but... Someone who needs a career kick, like get their career kick back up, and people will be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Nicole, what do you? Excuse me. I don't Nicole. know. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, sorry, I'm trying to think. I I don't know. Like I honestly don't know. I've been thinking about it and thinking about it for over the past week or so, and I just think I just think the build-up was just so weird this mm-hmm. year. I don't know. Well, I do think Shayna's good. So my thing is with the women's, um, I do think, so if Shayna pops up, I think she's going to win, but if Ronda rears, rears her head, then obviously it's going to be her. <laughs> but also, like, surprises. Obviously, I think, like, Nia, Nia and Ruby will come back. Um, whatever legends they haven't used. Yeah, they, I feel like they pretty much, I feel like they used everybody, though. Yeah, Mickey's still out, though. She could possibly come back. Yeah, they, they could pop Mickey in there. Trish, Trish is done. Um, yeah. They might show up. They're not calling Melina ever again. No. Um, no, fuck her. They call Alundra Blaze. I feel like she'd do it again. Um, maybe Excuse Maurice. Me. I don't know if Maurice is in ring shape, though. See, that would be cool. Yeah, she'd get a nice pop. A lot of people like Maurice. They, they yeah. need to bring back, like, Jacqueline, Jazz, Victoria. That's what I like, would do. The ones that they didn't use. Like the first I don't think they they'll got. bring back Jazz, though. But Victoria and Jacqueline, I could see coming back. Well, I Especially if they induct Victoria this year. I could see that happening. 
especially with Victoria, like trying to, she's she's winding down to like actually retire, retire. Yeah. June. So I would I would have her. I don't think Jack um Jacqueline. I don't think she wrestles anymore. Jack. Well, Jacqueline doesn't wrestle anymore. Um, mm-hmm. and they had her in the first. They had her in the first one. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's what I said. I see they used all the legends for the first one where they should have just used mostly NXT and Ray roster people. Well, it was the first one, though. Like, it was kind of no big. I think they wanted to get the the legends out because, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of female legends to choose from. I mean, for fuck's sake, they brought Bree Wilson and Kelly Kelly. But, um... They didn't do, and to be honest, they didn't do too bad. I, I'm not going to shit on them too much. They didn't do too bad, but I, I understood it. They were some of the most popular women back in the day, you know, with the exception oh. of Stacey Keebler. But, yeah. You know. Maybe Stacey will come back. Who, who fucking knows? But I don't know I think, about Stacey. Well, they, I think they just, they wanted to get the legends out there because I'm going to tell you, the bigot besides Lita... The biggest legend, and I'm Trish, of course, but the biggest legend I popped for was fucking Molly Holly. She still looks amazing. Yeah. Molly looks great. It's so weird. Um, they could get... Why am I blanking on a name? It is... Uh, Who do we choose for the winners of the Royal Rumble for the women? Who's your select? You pick Shayna. Who'd you pick, Alexis? I think the next NXT, I know this is going to sound cheap, but I think the next NXT call-up will be the one who wins Mania, because I think after War Games, NXT, like, um, especially the female NXT teams, or, uh, blah, 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 I can't fucking talk, god damn. Uh, <laughs> I think that since the women's war games that's put a lot of more eyes on the women's division of NXT because I think people are getting tired of the um, of the other two brands because you know they actually have matches it's not stupid shit going on and like one of my friends he told me he goes yeah I don't I don't really care much for NXT but when those women come on like they have my full attention I was like all right that's good nothing you say bring up Shayna if they want to bring up Shayna, if they want to bring up Bianca, if they want to bring in, you know, EO, you know, me again, I think it'll be, I think it's one of that. I don't see it. I see it coming down to an NXT girl and Charlotte. And I don't, I think Charlotte's about to head to Burnout City, so um, they'll probably let the NXT girl win. Because I really don't think of anybody on the main roster worth it, to be honest with you. That sounds horrible. I know but, it's gonna sound really crazy, but I'm I'm going Charlotte. Well, I think, well, yeah, but Char- I mean, like you look at Charlotte now, she's just starting to wear makeup again. Like on SmackDown this week, she looked amazing. She did. She looked beautiful. Or or Raw, and, excuse me, she looked great. And I was like, ah, oh, you're you're wearing foundation again, Charlotte. That that makes you look good. Well, she always wore foundation. <laughs> <laughs> She know. always wore foundation, but she was doing that no makeup makeup thing. It was it's a big trend. A lot of the girls do it, but 
I think Charlotte looks better when she's got a lot, not a lot. I don't mean it like she needs a lot of help because Charlotte still looks like herself when she takes off her makeup. But I feel like Charlotte is one of the prettiest women when she goes full on with her makeup and then she's got, you know, the lashes and she's got her eyeshadow on. And it doesn't have to be super harsh, but she just looks very, very beautiful when she does that. It very it enhances her very nicely. I don't know which makeup artist does her makeup, but they always do her very, very well. So I'm kind of glad she kind of cut out the the pale, dead look thing because I wasn't feeling that at all. But if she liked it, I loved it. I wasn't going to tell her. Okay. I think it's going to be an NXT girl. I think it's going to be the call-up, but I could be wrong because I don't think NXT will be sitting up. I don't know because it's, it, it's weird because I don't see NXT sending up anybody because their division is so in demand right now. That's true, but the question will be like, where what else like it's not that you can't do anything there but they have to change in order to maintain their audience even though you know they already have a core audience people love them anyway you can't just keep rotating between the same people and that's a bad habit that'll develop and then you'll have the same situation Raw and SmackDown have where people like Mia will be considered irrelevant. People like Aaliyah, Vanessa Bourne, Diana Perrazzo, Chelsea Green. Those girls are back there. Then you've got, um, what's her name, Casey or Cadence or whatever her name is. You've got her. You've got, yeah, you've got um, um, Ricochet's girlfriend is back now, Casey, whatever her name is. She's back. So you've got girls there who you can build and you also have women who are already in the line, like, like Candice LeRae, who needs the shine and they need the light. So I wouldn't, like, I would love for Bianca to be champion. To me, having Bianca champion opens the door for girls like Candice and girls like Chelsea and Deanna to have viable feuds with her. But I, I don't know. I, I don't see anything wrong with Bianca being pulled up, but I, I don't think I'd be happy about her losing another title opportunity and then being pulled up. I don't like that. We'll see what happens, but um, edit this part out real quick. So it is off topic, but I found the uh, video of Perazzo beating the shit out of Tessa Blanchard, like the full oh. match. Oh my oh. God. Like I, I'll have to f- refine it and send it to y'all. But it was like, you could like the whole match. You could tell she had like, like, like Perazzo did not had wanted nothing to do with her. You could tell she was completely. Yeah, it was really fighting. Like it was yeah, a it was fight. Fighting. Like someone in the comments, I gotta find the video again because I was. It was just because there was a course it's now surfacing all over YouTube right now. But there was one comment where they're like, "Yeah, I was there." You could tell the whole thing was off. And like what they don't show was that they had to be escorted to the back because they were about ready to throw hands at each other, like, for real, for real. I was like, damn. She, I wish she would have. So, oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm going to buy me a Perazzo shirt now. I've got to support her. But, all right. Oh. Amen. What's next, the Men's Royal Rumble? 
Then comes down to the Men's Royal Rumble. Now, this has caused some controversy because our wonderful WWE champion, Forrest Lego has put himself in at number one and has said the WWE title is off limits. So no matter who wins, they still don't get the title. They still don't get the title, which I think is bullshit because Roman put his title up years ago when he was WWE right. champion. And one now they're doing this all. And so now the rumor is going around that Brock's going to do the Iron Man. He's going to go through all 30 guys and he's going to come out top because he doesn't think anyone back there is worthy enough of his title. Uh That is a waste of a rumble. I don't want to see that. That's a whole waste of a rumble. That is so terrible. That's the whole point. Like, it, and here's here's another interesting thing. The whole uh, road to WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble really didn't become a thing until, like, the late 2000s. Nobody kind of did that, if you think about it, because they didn't start making a big deal about whoever wins, wins the Royal Rumble gets a title shot. It used to be, if you won the Royal Rumble, you were the Royal, Rum- Royal Rumble winner. And that was it. There was no title shot. There was no road to WrestleMania for you. Was nothing. That was just, it just make it just it's disappointing. That's what we know the rumble for. I know the history of the rumble, and I appreciate you telling us because I didn't know a lot of the stuff you told. But the fact is, right now in this day and age, we all know where the Royal Rumble takes you. That gives you the golden ticket to the main stage. And if you're just going to have him go in and just take everybody out individually, then I'm not watching that. I, I'm not going to stay and continue to, to to enable your bullshit. I'm just not doing that. That is a waste of a Royal Rumble. And I swear on God, if they do this the way that they've been rumoring it to do, to do it, I am done. I quit. I'm not watching none of that shit. I'm done. I can't, you, you can't keep giving them the same, giving them opportunity after opportunity and they keep fucking it up and they're doing it on purpose. It's like you know that people don't want to see this. You are aware. You get the letters. You get the tweets. You get all of that shit. And you still do it. I don't understand. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar at all. I barely want to see him at all. And yet, like this past Monday, all he did was kick Ricochet in the balls and left. Yeah. You know, my five-year-old has a more intimidating voice than Brock Lesnar. That's That's the sad part. That is true. She has a more intimidating scream. She has a more intimidating voice. And, oh, hang on to your tits about this rumor that I heard, too. Uh-huh. The rumor is Brock is going to be number one. Rumor is Cain Velasquez will be number two. Cain Velasquez is number two. I heard that rumor, too. And I was just <sighs> like, see this. Put it on a Saudi show. Unless- see this. Unless Kane is going to take him out. Unless Kane Velasquez busts his ass open like he did in his UFC fight. I don't want to see that shit either. I'm, I'm good. Do you think they're going to have the Men's Royal Rumble first? Because I know the later... Is this some bullshit like what you said? They definitely should. Because <laughs> I just know the later it gets, 
Like, I know there's not a whole lot of matches on the card because the Rumble tends to go longer, but the longer it takes to the men's Rumble, the more nervous I'm going to get. Like, are they really going to pull this shit? And, you know, I I don't want to see it. Like, this is the problem WWE has with their champions, especially this guy. They make them, it's like a video game character. They become the most overpowered boss. And then they, and it's kind of the same problem they had with Rousey. They made her, they built her up so much. They build these champions up so much. And then they run roughshod over the fucking back, uh, back there. And then they're fucked when it comes to, well, who who are we going to have them drop it to? Well, they already beat Bliss. They already beat Banks. They already beat Bailey. They already beat Becky. They already beat Charlotte. They already beat Dana. They already beat the half the fucking Riot Squad. Who the hell are we going to drop them the belt to? But, like, what do, you, what do you think, though, Nicole? It's like, this is bullshit. And, I mean, if, if he goes all the way through, are we officially done with WWE on this podcast and as people in general? I mean, I, I bought Mania tickets, so I can't. So I just got to kind of, like, see it through. Um, so the thing is about the men's Royal Rumble, like, I don't care. That's a good way. I wish I was more like that, like, just not giving a shit. Yeah, so it's like, if something cool happens, I can't. I honestly, well, I, my, my plan, what I've been hearing is I think this is more viable that they are using this to figure out Brock's mania opponent. Oh, God. So we're going to have... Which, honestly, I wouldn't be that mad about if it's somebody good. Well, the rumor is it's going to be Velasquez or it's going to be Tyson Kidd. So even if they do take the belt off of him, it's somebody else who is not a wrestler, and I know, again, sounds like James E. Cornette coming out of my mouth. They're going to have an outsider come in when there's plenty of guys who've been there, who've been there, who's gotten the tenure, or the new guys who are hungry for anything, they're going to give it to him, and then they're going to make everybody else in the back look like punks. That's my biggest problem if they do that. Well, hopefully they don't do that. That'd be upsetting. No, that's what's going to happen, though. They're going to just punk out the entire locker room. But my husband came up with a good idea of how they're going to do the rumble. They'll send out the weak guys first, like the little guys. And then little by little, they're going to send in the big the big guys and uh, have and get uh, Brock taken out that way. At least that's what he, his idea is. But I don't know. I'm just... I'm I'm just so fucking mad because this this is supposed to be the move for WrestleMania and now it's just here's WWE sucking sucking Brock Lesnar's dick and protecting him again. Hmm. As you can tell, I really don't like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think any of us like Brock Lesnar at this point. Um, they say he's a nice guy behind the scenes, but from a fan standpoint, I I genuinely don't care for his character because of everybody always says, oh, Becky Lynch is, Becky does the I'm protected from Oscar. No. Brock Lesnar is protected 
like, I, I don't understand it. I'm very confused about it. And I feel like, yes, there can be opportunities where the champion isn't on TV every week. I don't have a problem with that. But at the same time, you're doing 19 pay-per-views in a year, including the Saudi shows. So that's everything. That's your NXT stuff, your NXT UK stuff. That's all that shit rolled up together. You're doing 19 pay-per-views. That is a lot of money for venues and everything else that goes into that. And not to mention the fact that you have to pay your superstars. So it would behoove you to be a little bit more inclusive. Like, I'm I'm asking a question, like, where is Ali? When's the last time you see Like, you don't see him. You never see him. And he's one of the best stars they got. You don't see Ali. I've seen Chad Gable more than I've seen Ali, and that's a problem for me. It's no shade to Chad Gable, but I like Ali better, and I think Ali could have, they they just scrapped the entire thing with him and Shinsuke, which they could have just left it and gave us something dope between the two of them. They put on great matches. They scrapped that. Ali's pulled from TV. He's not seen at all. You don't see him at all. Cedric is not seen on TV. I'm assuming it has I'm assuming it has something to do with this whole ACH shit because around the time that that stuff started Cedric was supporting him. He changed his profile picture black and white. You know he did everything. You know he was on Twitter backing him liking all the tweets and you know WWE's like a watchdog. They watch everything. And come mm-hmm. to find out ACH is awesome bullshit. Like True. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up on the cutting room floor eventually. But you haven't seen Cedric in months. Like I don't even see him on 205 Live. Damn. He really pissed him off. And that's not it's not like, you know, he has to be on TV, but they gave him some really good spots for him to pop and to have a, a momentum to push through. And then all of a sudden, he just got buried, and then he just wasn't seen anymore. So I'm um, I'm confused. I I really I really want the Rumble to be that stepping stone, like we always talk about. I miss the stepping stones. The Rumble is a big one. And I don't mind somebody like Drew or Samoa Joe or um, KO winning it because that would make any person they go up against, it would make a great rivalry regardless. That I don't mind. But if you're going to do something off the cuff and you're going to really build a superstar, the Rumble is one of those times that can make or break a career. It can be astronomical for anybody who goes in it. And they're always going to be on the docket in that history for that year for being a part of Mania. So I'm very disappointed that they decided that this needed to be a match where Brock Lesnar basically gets to throw his weight around and gets to show everybody how big his dick is because I'm I'm not here for that. I'm I'm just not. And we've seen that on many occasions. I'm tired of seeing how 
great Brock Lesnar is. He's powerful. There's nobody in the WWE who can beat him. And it's like, well, then go back to UFC. If that's the case, go back over there. I'm sure you don't want to go back over there. John Jones is over there. Overeem is over there. So you don't want to go over there and fuck with that. But you'll stay here because this is where you get your 10 mil and you don't have to do anything for it. Plus, you know, you know, drug testing. That's why he left the UFC. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. But he failed the drug test anyway. And WWE kind of gave him a free pass on that. Yeah, we were booking it. Who would you guys want to see win Royal Rumble for men? I want Drew or Joe to win. I'm going with Joe. But hell, they might make Roman win. I swear to God, if they have Brock Lesnar or Baron Corbin win, I'm I'm fucking done. I don't, and I love Roman. Y'all know I love Roman. But I I don't want Roman Reigns to win that match, and he doesn't have to. That's the thing. He he doesn't need it. He's already won the Rumble like once or twice before. Like he he doesn't have to, and it just. They just gotta trust it, and they're not doing that. They're, oh god. Sometimes I wish I could just go on a WWE and just like shake Vince McMahon for like <laughs> just just shake his old ass. It probably work. He might like it though a little too much. That's a <laughs> Nicole. Who do you have winning for Men's Royal Rumble? Uh, I I don't know because I don't care about it, but um, <laughs> I don't. We'll see. Out of the big four, this is gonna be like a very very unpopular opinion. I like the Royal Rumble, but I care about it the least. I can understand why. Yeah, well, I I cared about it until fucking Brock jumped in there and said he's not his title's not on the line. So unless they pull some bullshit at the midnight hour, then you know. Like, I've, just, but I've, I've always felt I've always felt like this about the world. I've like I I don't like it's cool, but I I'm not like I don't know like it's just nothing about it was like grabbed me even when I was a kid. Like I've always loved like that's why I said besides Mania, like I've always loved Survivor Series. That's like when that and um and Takeover in Chicago. That's why I try to make sure I was like even in the same city because I've always loved it because I've always cared I never have like this huge connection to the Royal Rumble like a lot of fans do mm-hmm. for some reason it's just kind of like <laughs> like there. it's cool but it's just I don't unless it's like a lot of cool stuff going on I'm not like I love the history of it like I love talking about like old stuff with it and like even like theories like oh who might be in this number or who might do that but like in general like I don't I care more about it where people getting excited about it than I care like I don't care about like me enjoying it but I like that other people enjoy it if that makes sense that that makes sense like I'm not really big on SummerSlam but but, oh and I love SummerSlam but <laughs> that you like it makes me happy. So I mean, there's four big shows for us to choose from. I mean, I know people who don't even like WrestleMania because they think it's gotten too bloated. 
But we'll... Fuck that WrestleMania rules. I love WrestleMania. But, we'll um, but who would win? I don't know. Hopefully someone real stupid and random. Random. I don't know. Let Let's say Bray Wyatt. What? Did he declare? No, I'm just saying that. It's probably it probably won't be. Um, I don't know. Um, no, but that'd be kind of cool though if the Fiend uh, wrestled, but he did. But he dec- he he got in the ring rumble as Bray Wyatt. That would make that'd be, yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. Would be like what? Right. Because they've been keeping the numbers pretty quiet this year. Yeah, because they only people. I'm just saying, because he's already wrestled in two personas. So it would not be far-fetched for him to come out there as one of the slots as just Bray, not as the fiend, as just Bray. And he wrestled as his Mr. Rogers persona. That'd be dope. That'd be fun. Like I I'd like it. The, the reason why I used I love the Rumble was because you didn't know who was coming out when. Right. And there were times where only a certain amount of people declared. Like, you didn't know everybody was going to the Rumble. You only knew, like, five or six people that were going to be in the Rumble. And it was always, like, Triple H, John Cena. It was always Randy Orton, you know, Edge. Everybody that you knew. But then there were always those surprises. And you were always like, this is so awesome. Like, that year that John didn't declare, and he had been out for, like, I think it was six months. And he came back in at number 30 and won. Oh, you know how many, I remember watching that. No, what was it? That wasn't it. Remember when he came back, when Shinsuke won? And I, yeah. was at a, I was at a Royal Rumble party and people were flipping out because he came in towards the end. And then after they were done freaking out, they're like, oh, fuck, Cena's going to win this. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> they think he's supposed to be in this Rumble too. But I don't think he's going to be in it. I don't think so. I think that's what people like about the Rumble the most is just seeing who comes back. Like, I could, I could really give a fuck when you know whatever. But it's like someone who was injured, like, like Cena when he was out with the what was it shoulder or or neck when he went out and he wasn't supposed to be back for like six months. And when he I came back, the, you know that bicep, I think it was. And he came back early, and he came back at Mania, and that reaction that you you don't get that kind of reaction anymore. That's no, why when people come back from injury, and this is how they declare themselves, "Hey, I'm back." That's fucking. I mean, for fuck's sake, the hurricane got a pop the other the other year, two oh, years. Oh yeah. And I was <laughs> one of the idiots jumping up and down at my friend's house, going freaking out because yay childhood. <laughs> So I love the rumble. That was one. Of the, that's the reason why I like the rumble. It was the fun of it. Like when people were gonna come out, who was gonna eliminate who. Like that. That was the fun part of the rumble. And Survivor well, Series. Ask, my favorite of the four. Yeah. Let me ask you ladies this real quick, um, and then we'll finish up here. Cause I didn't. I didn't know y'all at the time. But when they announced that they were having the first ever women's royal rumble how did y'all react to that oh I, I loved it i was like finally fuck yeah 
I mean, like you've had you've had the opportunity to do it on so many occasions. And then back in the time where they had enough divas on the roster to do it, they didn't do it. So I would they would always give them like something stupid, like a fatal four-way match, or they would just have their Divas title match. And I'm just like, why haven't the women had a Royal Rumble? It's not like it's a high-flying, dangerous match. But even still, wrestling is dangerous, period. So it's about fucking time was my reaction. Nicole, how did you react? Um, I just figured I, I wasn't, I was super surprised by it. I was very happy that they finally were doing something and they were giving them the opportunity. But I was I was not shocked because I felt like we were heading that way and we had enough talent to actually do it mm-hmm. correctly and not just have like like a half rumble. Like I that's what that's something I never wanted. So I was able happy that they were able to finally okay like we have enough legends for pop-ups because you always need to have some legends pop up uh we have enough current roster men um roster members and then we also have an our future which is our nxt so i just mm-hmm. thought it just had to be that time could it be before after or any other time before that so Awesome. I, I thought just, it, was, it was just it aligned perfectly. Agreed. I, I I was really shocked that to be honest that they pulled the trigger on that because I'm like there's no way they'll do a I mean I'm like they got to do something because you know the women's the talent women wise just has grown and when Stephanie came out and made that announcement I like was just shell shocked I guess is the way to say it. I thought they were going to make it like super gimmicky and it was like no it was treated with respect like a men's Royal Rumble match and I was like thank god they didn't have like you know every single freaking diva that people can't remember coming back you know like because I was thinking like oh man it's just, I mean okay they're going to have like two female talent out there and then they're going to bring in like you know Terry Runnels and, and like Oh God, who's some who's some burner diva that no one remembers? Oh, uh, Maxine. Maxine. No, nah, she was. No, nah, she won't come back. She hates that company too. Um, I mean, like they were gonna bring in like Tori, like X Pox Tori. You remember her? Oh shit, I haven't thought about her in a long time. I literally thought Sable was gonna fucking show up. Like wow. I, there was a. There was that rumor, too, that Stephanie was going to win it, and I'm like, if she wins, I'm out. Like, the whole time I'm sitting there, like, watching <laughs> the commentary table, like, you better fucking stay away. No. Oh, she's not no allowed to win? No. Stephanie McMahon can sit her ass down and not win the Women's Royal Rumble. But, like, I'm thinking, like, they're going to make it super gimmicky, and they're going to do something stupid, and, and, you know, the winner's not going to mean much. Like, when the Bella Twins came out, my fucking heart dropped. I was like, oh, fuck. No, 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 no. no. Go back to, where the fuck were you hiding? Because go back, like, I was pissed. Like, they did I was good, ex- though. And they did good in the Rumble, though. They did. I was like, I was I'll so, oh, I was so mad, because I'm like, oh, my God, Nikki Bella's gonna fucking win. And I'm glad she did. <laughs> we still have some, some matches that may be put on the card. 
Because remember, the men and women's Royal Rumble match itself tends to go a little bit longer, so that's why usually the card is less padded. But here's what's currently missing. There's no match for the SmackDown, the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And this, let's do SmackDown first. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team titles and IC title is not on the card. Now, they could be waiting till Friday to announce the matches, or they could just wait till. Is Elimination Champer next month? Mm, that in you March? know, I don't know. I, don't, I think the Elimination Chamber is in March. Okay. Elimination Let's Chamber check. is next. Okay, so Elimination Chamber is next. Okay. So if they. It's March 8th. March 8th, okay. So they no, have... no, Elimination Chamber is usually in February because Elimination Chamber, because that's when they won, that's when um, Bailey and Sasha won a tag belt and they defended them at Fastlane and then they I'm... lost them at Mania. I just looked it up. Why but... is it? What's in? What's February then? Oh, that's when they're going to Saudi. Up yep. To... Allegedly. This so, is on the WWE website. Elimination Chamber. First time ever on March 8th. All of your favorite superstars. Monday Night Raw, Friday so Night SmackDown. Mm-hmm. They're having a no. Saudi show in the busiest part of their season. Hold on. That is so stupid. Let me check. Uh, TakeOver is that month. And that's it. Let me see. God fucking hell. Excuse my language. Um, yeah. Um, I think they're going to Saudi because there is a pay-per-view in between the Chamber and TakeOver. TakeOver Portland is on the 16th, and I think that next week will be the pay-per-view for um, Saudi. They're going to come back, and then a week or so later, they're going to be in Philadelphia for Elimination Chamber. And then on the 4th is TakeOver Tampa, and then the 5th is WrestleMania 36. That makes no fucking sense, though. You're going to tire your guys out. They're going to make it more liable for injury. Yes, they will realize that later, because then after that, they've got a WWE pay-per-view in May, they've got one in June, and then Extreme Rules is in July. They've got TakeOver Boston on the 22nd. SummerSlam is on the 23rd. Then after that, in September, is a pay-per-view. October has a pay-per-view. There are two pay-per-views in November, NXT and Survivor Series. And then in December, there's another pay-per-view. And you know there's going to be another Saudi show thrown in there somehow. Yeah, like right, probably right before, or right before Survivor Series and um, after um, Hell in a Cell. That's such bullshit. That's usually where they put it in at. I told y'all I was in a lot of pay-per-views this year. I don't understand. But they streamlined it down. So there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. They cut one out. 18 pay-per-views this year. That's ridiculous. That's just too many. They're going to... And then... God, I hope it's not like last year when they were scrambling for meeting at the last minute because they were so busy building up Charlotte, Becky, and Rhonda, and they were like, oh, shit, we got seven hours to fill. 
Now, I don't think they're going to do that this year. I think they learned the lesson. But <clears throat> yeah, they yeah they learned their lesson last year. Yeah, they learned it because people bitched a lot about Mania. They're still talking about it because it was yeah. way too long, and they were they were doing too much to fill it up. Well, I don't mind a long Mania, but don't give me just you know padded matches. Don't give me a match between Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio and let it only be for a minute. That was only because Mysterio was injured at the time. And um, they ended up dropping that belt to Joe. So they didn't have a choice but to cut that match short. I, I didn't I didn't know that part. But, like, the angle bearing the Corbin thing, like, could Angle at least have gotten a good couple of hits on Corbin? But, anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so the SmackDown titles, uh, the SmackDown tag titles and IC titles are currently not being, um, not being shown. We believe, we're kind of thinking on Friday they're going to make the announcement because that will be SmackDown. Um, tag titles will probably be New Day versus Miz and Morrison. That will probably mm-hmm. be uh, pre-show. Um, I think they might be on the main show. I, I would venture to say Strowman and Shinsuke probably will be pre-show. Okay. Yeah. So. And as much as I love I love Strowman and Nakamura, I don't want to see that match go longer than it really needs to. If mm. that makes sense. Um, and then the women's tag titles are not being defended because Asuka is going against Becky and Kyrie is reportedly going to be in the Royal Rumble. That's why she had the match with Becky on Monday to make sure everything was okay. And Becky is considered one of the safest workers in the women's division, like, how much of that, like, I know it's off topic, but when you get called one of the safest workers in the back, that's got to be, like, a symbol of pride, like, wow, they really trust me with people who are just coming back from injury. They yeah. Know. Who? Who are you talking Becky. about? Becky. When oh, Becky yeah. and Kyrie. That's what I said. I said, that's why they gave her, that's why they had her wrestle Kyrie, because it's like, they, who else are they going to trust? Mm-hmm. Not Charlotte, that's her damn shirt. Not Charlotte. <laughs> oh, God. It, it, oh, like, no, I like, feel bad for Charlotte. It, it, I mean, I don't. She's fine. I feel bad, but she's fine. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, Charlotte kind of, they, Charlotte finally broke her, uh, made a comment about uh, being the one that possibly gave Kyrie the concussion. She pretty much did a sorry, not sorry Apology is a lot better than uh, Tessa Blanchard, but that's neither here or there because at least Charlotte actually kind of apologized. Um, anyway, so, so the women's tag titles will not be defended because Oscar's in one of the main events and Kyrie's in the Royal Rumble. Um, over on Raw, the U.S. title, Andrade, I think they did the stupid thing by having the ladder match on Raw. And they could have just waited to have it at Royal Rumble. Because and Umberto could have came back at Rumble, too. That yeah. would have been cool. That is so, a nice spot for Rumble. I I don't see the U.S. title being defended at Rumble. Unless no. they do unless they do Andrade versus um, Humberto. And then maybe Andrade will actually win on his own. Because hopefully Zelina will be in the Women's Royal Rumble. Because she needs... And, if she, if she's out there, her Karani guy, she needs to be back in the women's division wrestling. Okay. Hold your breath. I doubt <laughs> it. But 
Which brings I'm us. I'm sure she'll be an entry, but I don't think she's going to make a dent. No. I think she's going to get eliminated early on, too. Which brings us to the sour note of the show. The Raw tag titles, will they be defended at Rumble? More than likely not. But they might. I mean, the Viking Raiders, they don't have a rematch clause, so they say. But, you know, I really think for rematches, so. That's just horseshit. Like, the, the Raw tag titles are dead to me. I, I, I'd rather have seen him on, on AOP because you, if you go back and you watch Raw and when when Seth announced him and Buddy Murphy, you could look at it like um, Acom and Razars, I almost called him Toka and Razar, sorry. Um, <laughs> on, if y'all don't get the reference, it's because I'm old. Go watch Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. You'll get it. Um so you can see the look on their faces, like he, they kind of look at each other, like, "What did he just say?" It's like little subtle things, but I'm just, I'm so pissed. The AOP came back, and that got chased off by like Kevin and Joe, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> well, Royal Rumble isn't gonna be great, but it'll be watchable, I think. I think the Rumble for the women is really going to save it. Well, Seth is in the men's Royal Rumble. He announced that. Okay. Good for him. Him, I think Murphy is in it as well. Sure. I'm I'm sure he is. I I genuinely don't care. (laughs) All right. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't. Like, if, I'd be shocked if either of them wins, but I doubt it. Like, they're not – it wouldn't be smart. All right. Uh, I, if Seth wins, because I think Seth won last year. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I don't want him winning again. Um, He's not going to win again. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be somebody random. I don't want Drew McIntyre. I don't care about him anymore. I don't understand why people care. I just, I don't care. I love Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I don't. I don't care anymore. Um, anybody, honestly, anybody but him. Um, that is some trash. <laughs> the thing with Nicole is she speaks the truth, though. Yes, with no malice, though. Because, honestly, <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel bad for him because it's like there's so many people who are in line before him, so I don't feel bad for him, so I don't care. Yeah, I can I can kind of see it. Like, they, I always told you guys, the reason I got put off of McIntyre was because he never had a personality, and now they're, like, trying to force him to have a personality. I'm like, that's not how this works. I like Drew. <clears throat> a lot of people don't like Drew, but I do. You just think, I don't even like heels. What? You heard me? Wait, what? No, I didn't. <laughs> I said, I said, you think he's hot. Yeah, I do. So what? Shit. <laughs> I don't care. He's a nice looking dude. Uh, yeah. The accent's kind of got it. Yeah. He's, he's not bad. 
Well, yeah, this was our predictions and our thoughts for this year's Royal Rumble 2020 for the men's and women's plus the match card. Um, if you guys have any opinions, thoughts, anything like that, follow us on our social media. On Twitter, it's at downforthecount19. And on Instagram, it's d4tc underscore podcast. We love to hear from you guys. We love feedback. And if you just want to try and get into an argument with us, we'll deal with you when we're bored. So on behalf of Nicole and Tiff, I'm Alexis, and thank you for listening to Down for the Count. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Bye.